Okay, continuing in Hilcho Shabbos, we are continuing in the discussion that we've just started about Bishol Acher Tzli, Tzli Acher Bishol, Allah Lamaisli said already that Svarnim are Makel in the Shiloh and they hold just like there's Ain Bishol Acher Bishol, there's Ain Tzli Acher Bishol, Ain Bishol Acher Tzli. However, Ashkenazim are Machmer, even by a Klisheni that we have Yesh Bishol Acher Tzli, Yesh Tzli Acher Bishol, and that would be awesome. By Klishlishi, we already stated that one can be makel. One can be makel for Klishlishi um, uh, in, in this in the Shiloh, like the Mishnah Paskin over here. What we have to discuss over here is what happens if you have something that has been cooked, sorry, that has been roasted, then cooked before Shabbos, and now you want to roast it again, or for the opposite. It was cooked, and then it was roasted, and now you want to cook it again. Okay? How do we say Yesh Bishol Acher Tzli Acher Bishol? You added another, throw another thing. Do we keep on going back and forth? Okay. And the real Shaila is how do we view Yesh Bishol Acher Tzli? Just to say it out very carefully, is like this: Do we say when you do when you cook after roasting, or you roast after cook, is it nullify altogether the original process that already happened? Meaning, I cooked something and now I roasted. It's looked like it's only roasted now and the cooking process has been eliminated altogether or looked at as if it's roasted and cooked. And therefore now if I cook it again, so I've not really done anything new to it. Okay? According to the first way of saying it, it eliminates what it originally did. So now if I reintroduce that same type of cooking, so I've now cooked it and reintroduced that into the cooking process. If I say it the second way, doesn't eliminate the original process. It just adds an extra flavor that it didn't have before, so there's now bishul and there's sleep. So now if I do bishul again, so I'm not adding anything that wasn't there before, I'm just doing like bishul achar bishul again. And this is the machlokas brought down in the Beralacha, the Primagodim, Lamaisa Paskins Lakula. The Primagodim says that there would be no problem of bishul achar tzli achar bishul. Once it's done bishul and sleep before Shabbos, I can go ahead and do bishul, it's not a problem. The Beralacha disagrees. The Beralacha holds that Yesh Bishal Achar Tzli Achar Bishal. And perhaps this is a very Alachalamaisa Shiloh. What about making, no, instant coffee? Instant coffee. Many of the instant coffee, you have to know the Metzias. A lot of Metzias changes all the time on how they make instant coffee. Basically, what they do normally is that they take the coffee beans and they cook them a lot. They cook them a lot. There's Bishal in the coffee beans. And then what happens after that? It's called, we know, roasted coffee. What is the roasting process? They roast it afterwards. They roast it in very, very high temperatures until all the water evaporates and you're left with the powder, okay, the powder or capsules, whatever it might be, the different types of, of instant coffees. So now, am I allowed to go ahead and cook my coffee on Shabbos? If it, we say that yesh bishol, achar tzli achar bishol, you have a big shiloh over here because now I am recooking something that has been cooked and then roast it. If I say, hey, no, no, there's no problem, like the Brim God, and then it should be mutter. That's the Pashas over here, and Lachor, what should come out is, we're usually machar for the Beralach, the Beralach passes, Lachamaisa, Lachomro, one should not be able to make coffee, nor in a Kli Rishon, or in a Kli Sheni, he would have to make instant coffee, in a Kli Shlishi. That's the, if this is the Metzias. However, Moshe finds it, Quote him the Igris Moshe, Chelib Daud, Ayin Daud, Os Zion. He has a big chiddush over here by instant coffees. He claims that the roasting process that is done after cooking the coffee beans is not really considered roasting. He says the whole point on roasting the coffee afterwards is just in order to evaporate all the liquid there. 
and therefore it's not intended to actually roast the coffee. All it is is to evaporate the water, and therefore Rav Moshe Feinstein claims that it's not really bishul achar zatzli achar bishul to begin with. All it is is bishul. And based on this, many, many people are meiko that one could go ahead and make instant coffee. Um, even in a klisheni, people don't do it in a klirishon, that might, we will get to a little bit later on. So basically most people are meiko to make instant coffee in a klisheni, and there's definitely what to, what to rely on. Obviously, for for starting, they have no problem at all because, anyways, they don't hold. Even if it would be a problem, there would not be a problem because they hold ain't bishul acher Now, what about frying? Where does frying come into this whole bishul process? Is it considered bishul or is it considered sleep? So, Rishlomo Zalman Arba, Kordon Shmir Shabbos Hakilchasa Perak Aleph Haara Kuf Pei has a very very famous line that makes a lot of sense. Says Rishlomo Zalman. Mali bishul b'mayim, mali bishul b'shemen. What's the difference if I cook with a water medium or I cook in oil? And therefore, Shlomo Zalman clearly states that anything that is deep fried in oil, okay, schnitzel, or anything like this that is deep fried is considered like it was cooked. It was cooked. Therefore, it has it has the status of cooking. You would not be allowed to roast it on Shabbos l'chorah. Okay, that is how we generally pass it. Something that was not deep fried, rather it was pan fried, has a little oil there. Not so it doesn't burn the pan or it doesn't burn the food in the bottom. It's there to give flavor to it, but it's not actually deep fried. It's pan fried, a little bit of oil at the bottom. That also, even though there's a big suffix in the Mishnah Bros that considered roasting or cooking, we generally treat it like it was cooked also. But for sure, for, for deep fried, for sure those things are going to be considered, considered cooked. If one is thinking, what about something that was baked and now you want to roast it? Is that a problem? Do we say yesh afiyach or tzli, tzliach or afiyah, even though there are those who are machr. There are those who are machr by tzli and afiyah because those are also two separate things even though they're both cooking with heat. Nevertheless, one's baking inside of an oven and one's, let's say, like a barbecue. Nevertheless, lemaisa, the poskim, our makel, the mishnabra, does not make any chiluk over here and therefore we hold that anything baked with fire is considered one thing. You don't have to worry about baking after frying, fry, baking after roasting, and roasting after frying. But going back to our Shiloh about the schnitzel, we have a major problem because we seem to have a stira in the Mechaber himself. The Mechaber, if you turn over the page, Shemin Yedches, Sif Tazvav, says the following, says the Mechaber the following, Shokon Aruch, Paskaz Allah Davar shel something that has been cooked. Nitvashel cooked. Vuhu yavesh, and it's a davar yavesh. It's a dry cooked thing. You have a dry roasted, let's say, dry boiled piece of chicken. Let's say. Shein bomarak. There's no liquid. Motor laanichol kidneged hamedura afilu b'makom shiatzel. Let us go. Says you're allowed to place it next to a fire on Shabbos even though it will reach the level of Yatsalatispo. You could take your boiled piece of chicken and warm it up by putting it next to the fire on Shabbos. So it says the Beralach. If you look over here, the Beralach. Zebra Maslow Vihu Yavesh says Tsarachian. I have a Tsarachian over here. What's the Tsarachian? Halael Basif, hey, maybe Dasa Ravel Ezrimimets. We know the sheet of the Uraim. Vine Shabbat and Amish died to a Dindyesh Sliachar Bishol that we have Paskin. Yesh tzliachar bishol, yesh bisholachar tzli. Ve'ech mater hacha b'stav. How did the Shulchan Aruch just go ahead and matter you to put 
a cold piece of boiled chicken next to the fire. That should be a problem of flea achar bishol. That's the Baralachas kasha over here and the psak of the Shulchan Aruch. Does everyone understand this, the kasha? We see the past earlier on that yesh tzli achar bishol. All of a sudden over here, the Mechaber seems to say you could take a piece of boiled chicken and place it next to the fire. Does anyone have a pastel terrors to this question of the Baralacha? What in particular is this question of how it didn't say Akhar Bishol? So Mr. Dobrin, Baruch Hashem is Mechavin, through Yosef. If we listen very carefully before, the Baralacha should strike the one the Baralacha talking about. So I'll tell you what the Baralacha is coming. The Baralacha is coming off the Ramah. We saw the Pashas of the Ramah, that the Ramah held that the Mechaber really was Machmir for the Shita, that there is Sli Akhar Bishol, Yesh Bishol Akhar Tzli. We saw it for a closer look, and the way that Ravadya Paskin is that the Machaber is not passing the Yesh Matirim. In the Das of the Machaber was the Makel Sheet of the Rav Yom. And he came, this is the Shulchanach, this is the Das of the Machaber, and therefore the Machaber is not Abstira, it's Dafka Lishitaso. According to Ravadya, everything comes beautiful. There's no pr- pr- question on the Sheet of the Machaber earlier on, until over. There's no steer in the Machaber, it's the Machaber Lishitaso, just like in Sivhei. He passed it like the sheep of the Rav Yom, the Ishmaterian, that there's no problem of Bishachar Tzitziachar Bishol. So therefore, you'll be able to take a boiled piece of chicken and warm it up next to the fire, because he holds a Bishachar Tzitziachar That is one very possible, and probably the most, most sensible answer to the Berlachas question. Okay? The Chazan Ish has another Mahalach, and whether it is shot over here, on the Das and the Machaber or not, it doesn't really matter because it's a very, very important shita. Says the Chazanish that over here, when you put something next to the fire, and maybe Mr. Craver, this is what you were trying to get at, but it's not because it's next to the fire. But he says over here, the whole kavana of this person, is he trying to roast over here? No. What's he doing? He wants to warm up his piece of chicken. Says the Chazanish, roasting is when you cook something, when you put something over the fire, because you want it to get like a little bit crispy. Okay, you roast it over the fire to cook it and to crisp it. Over here, all he wants to do is warm up his piece of chicken. He doesn't want cold chicken. He wants warm chicken. And therefore, he says, warming on Shabbos is not anything. That's not roasting. That's warming on Shabbos, says the Chaznish. Warming after cooking, that's permissible. You're not actually roasting. It's not going to get an extra flavor of tzli over here. All you're doing is warming up the chicken. That's how the Chazanish says it out. Even though the Pashtus of the Mishnaburo does not pass in like this. The Mishnaburo never makes such a, such a chiluk anywhere. However, many, many of the Gdoli Poskim are willing to rely on this Chazanish. Rosh Shlomo Zaman Orbach quoted in Shulchan Shlomo Simen Shinyan Ches Ot Kav Zayin. Also, I heard from Moreno Rabbeinu of Nevensal that one could rely on this Chazanish. The Sefer Archo Shabbos, Perak Aleph, Allah Halamid, the Shabbos Kitchen, page 12, all of them bring down this Chazanish and seem to be makel for this Chazanish. What comes out of this is a very important chilak and a very important chilak Allah Halamaisa. Because according to this, what would be the din? Can I warm up my schnitzel on my hot plate on Shabbos? Schnitzel, we said, is deep fried and has the status of cooking. So therefore, if I would just take a, a quick glance 
at the Salacha, I would say to put my schnitzel and warm it up on the plata should be absolutely usher for an Ashkenazi Jew to do on Shabbos. Why? However, according to this Chazanish, so long as my kavana is just to warm up the schnitzel and it's not to go ahead and make it crispy and, and make it sleep, then it is going to be permissible for one to warm up his schnitzel on Shabbos. One, two, no. What happens sometimes in the yeshiva, they have to leave it on for a long time, it's going to get crispy, that might be problematic for an Ashkenaz Jew. If you leave on your schnitzel, because you like when it gets crisp a little bit, okay? You have to crisp it up a little bit, that lechora is also for an Ashkenaz Jew. You have to put it onto the plato only in order to warm it up and not to make it go ahead and get crispy. Lechora, according to the Svartim, it's going to be absolutely mutter, bechol mikra, in all cases to go ahead and do it. And that would be permissible to do so. That's also a very, very important chilek over here. An important nafkamina. Allah chalamaisa. In terms of warming up foods on Shabbos, things that are generally baked or roasted. Before Shabbos, to warm up on the plata is not going to be Even if it gets a little more crispy, it's not going to be problematic. Things that were cooked or deep fried or fried in for that matter, then you have to be careful in how you warm up the foods on Shabbos. You should only go ahead and warm it up and not make them into a crisp ad kan for Hilchos Bishel Acher Tzli Tzli Acher Bishel.